Are you a coach, consultant, entrepreneur, or small business owner ready to enhance your brand with the power of short-form video? If your answer is yes, join me for Enhance Your Brand with Short-Form Video Strategies. During this free live virtual event, I'll be sharing strategies and practical tips to help you create videos that will resonate with your target audience. Please join me on May 13th at 4 p.m., or May 15th at 11 a.m. Both times are Eastern, and you'll find links to register in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Richmond, welcome to Content Marketing School, where we will dive into content marketing strategies specifically for coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs. Discover how effective content marketing can elevate your brand and grow your business. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to hit that follow button. Hi, I'm Annette Richmond. Welcome to Content Marketing School. Today, the topics are social media engagement and tips on how to uncover if your content is working for you. Knowing how to determine the reach and effectiveness of our social media efforts is essential. So in this episode, I'm sharing some clips of an interview that I did with Katie Brinkley, CEO of Next Step Social Communications, pulled from my content vault. If you've been following me or listening to the podcast, you already know how important commenting on LinkedIn is. It helps build relationships, it's a great place to share your expertise, and it increases your reach on the platform because when you comment on someone's post, they see it and so does their network. This was one of the many topics that Katie and I discussed during our time together. Here's a bit of what she had to say about commenting, choosing the right social media platform for you, developing a content strategy, and more. A lot of people think that having a social media presence is kind of like just posting on on platforms, right? You just put out your content, put out your content, and that's kind of like just screaming into the void, right? I mean, it's just... Yes. um, So I know that you, you know, advocate engagement, networking, and all of that. Can you expand a little bit on kind of what that means for people who don't know what that means and, and why? Yeah. And I think that that's, I love that we're starting here, Annette, because it's so true. People think that they need to, okay, well, I have to be on social media. So then they just spew out a whole bunch of the same content to every single platform. And really, you don't need to be on every single social media network out there. They all exist for different reasons. And whether it's LinkedIn, you know, there's certain ways to show up here on LinkedIn. And then there's ways that work better over on Instagram. And then there's things that work on Instagram that work really well just on Instagram and not so much on Facebook. So, I mean, you have to really focus in on where your ideal client and customer is. And then from there, develop your strategy so that you're not just, as you put it, screaming out into the void. So uh, I love that you know, this is where we're starting. And the very first thing I would have to say is take a giant step back, look at where you're getting the most engagement, the most traction and where your, where where your ideal clients and customers are hanging out 
and go all in on that one platform so that you can really uh, build the know, like, and trust and build a consistent posting pattern. Um, there's so many content creators that are out there right now saying, you know, okay, if you want to grow, you have to post five reels a day and 13 <laughs> stories. And, you know, and it's like, good Lord, like who has time for that? I'm trying to run a business here, not be an influencer. And so the, I do think that you can have a very successful social media strategy, just posting three to four times a week, but making sure every post that you do is really connecting and identifying with your ideal clients and customers. So since, since you mentioned that, and, and I agree with you, I hear a lot of LinkedIn coaches saying, oh, you must post, you know, every day. Uh, some say post several times a day and, yeah. you know, which is which is kind of kind of insane. But when you're thinking about social media platforms and, you know, I I'm on a few, but I'm not on all of them. How do you sort of choose um, you know, which one? Is it just trial and error or or how do you do that? Well, I mean, if you think about it too, like the types of conversation conversations that you enjoy having. I mean, we'll just talk about LinkedIn because you know, okay. we're on LinkedIn right now. So okay. we're here live and people can tune in and, and watch this live. So you're checking that that box right there of one of the ways that LinkedIn says. This is a way that you can post on our platform. There's also LinkedIn articles. So those are those long form uh, mm -hmm. articles that are, again, basically a blog post that lives on LinkedIn. That's another way that you should show up that week. And then, you know, there's the, the traditional posts in the feed. So that's three ways right there that you can show up on LinkedIn that LinkedIn wants you to do. So look at that for your, for your platform. Like, okay, are these... Do I have the capacity to go live? Do I have the capacity to write an article every week? If you don't, then maybe a different platform is better for you. If you love being on camera and you really enjoy short form video, maybe Instagram or TikTok is for you. So think about the ways that you enjoy creating content and the type of clients that you have. People here on LinkedIn, we are ready to talk shop. You want to talk some business. You want to make some connections. LinkedIn is where it's happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that on, on Instagram, while it does happen, it doesn't happen as quickly as it does here on LinkedIn. So figure the type of conversations that you want to be having and the type of people that you want to be connecting with. If you're trying to do more, you know, networking, or if you're just trying to really get out that brand awareness, maybe a different platform is better for you. So you really have to look in and see what your overall objective is for social media. How did how do people um, sort of get motivated to to expand and, and do different things? Well, you have to keep in mind that everyone consumes content differently. I mean, I, I and I, I probably am not in the majority. I'm not a huge fan of watching 15 second wormhole videos. Like it's just it's not it's not me. Like I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I might find one 15 second video and I'll watch that same one, like maybe 30 times if it's funny, but I mean, it's just not my way of consuming content. And so on Instagram, for example, I'm still one of those people that clicks the dot, 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 see more. I enjoy reading the captions and seeing what people have to say. So mm -hmm. you have to keep that in mind that not everyone wants, not everyone wants to watch 15 second videos. Not everyone wants to read a carousel post. Not everyone wants to see your, your stories, you know, that not everyone has the time to sit down and watch a long, you know, video. 
but you you have to make sure that you're showing up for each of your followers preferred method of consuming content. So I think that taking that that step and being like, okay, what platforms are my clients on? How do I like showing up on social media? Like what do I have the capacity for? And then just making sure that you click three of those preferred methods of posting for that platform per week. And then that way, okay, I did the, I did the article. Okay. I did the live. All right. I did the carousel post or I did the feed post. And that way you've, you know, you've checked all the boxes. And with that week, it can all be on the same topic because as much as we like to think that all of our followers follow our every single move (laughs) on social media, they're going to miss something. So it's, it's not like you're being redundant with your with your post if you're talking about the same topic for that whole week and just making sure to show up a different way throughout the week. Well, I you know, I appreciate you saying that. It's so important to remember that uh, just because I like something doesn't mean that other people and the idea of addressing your different audiences is, um, is really so important. So I, I appreciate that. So for people who, who might be watching and they they hear us talking about this, what are maybe three things that people can do if they want to get started to to evaluate, you know, what if what they're doing is really um, making a difference to their business? Yeah, I think that, you know, so for, for Facebook, for Meta, uh, you know, so Facebook and Instagram, they do give you a lot of insights for free um, on how people are consuming your content. If you're using the LinkedIn creator mode, you get a lot of insights on your audience. Um, so, I mean, don't, don't discount what these platforms are trying to tell you. They're trying to help you out. They're trying to say, hey, this is the, these are the posts that work. These are the ones that don't. This is when your audience is online. So be sure to look into the platform's uh, already native data and analytics. There's a platform that I really enjoy using. It's called flick.tech. Um, happy to send you a link to that, Annette. But so the reason I like it is because I, I definitely feel like hashtags, yes, those little pound signs that all of us, that drive all of us nuts, um, they, they are a great tool. And when you know how to use them the right way. And with Flick, you can see what hashtags are working, which hashtags are dead. And you get insights on those hashtags. You get insights on like, hey, on Instagram, your audience is typically on at 3 p.m. and they really like reels on Tuesdays. Oh, wow. I'm going to do a reel on Tuesday at 3. You know, um, and I'm going to make sure that I use these hashtags because these are the ones that I ranked on last time. Now, that's getting kind of high level in, into the hashtag strategy, but mm-hmm. hashtags even work over on, on LinkedIn. I use a lot of hashtags for outbound um, engagement. So I will type in hashtag, you know, um, social media help or hashtag small business struggles or something like that. And I'll go into those hashtags and I'll see what people are talking about, see what the, you know, the conversations that they're having or the questions that they have. And I use that for my research on, okay, so this is something a lot of people are struggling with. I know the answer. I'll create a post on it and I'll make sure to use that hashtag. So don't discount hashtags um, and because they they really can help you. And, and tools like third-party tools like Flick, they really can help you maximize your time on these platforms and uh, really make sure that you're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall. 
No, I, I, I love that. And, and I appreciate that. That That is really um, a, a great idea. Um, I, I'd like to just step back a little bit because I, I do want to ask you about, you know, people, if they're struggling and they need some help, how do they evaluate that? But I just like to step back and just ask about um, engagement, which is something that we sort of talked, you know, briefly about in the beginning. So what is you know, what do you recommend for engagement, say for people who have not been engaging or they're on LinkedIn, I don't know, a few times a week, how much time should they spend and what should they be doing in terms of this whole engagement thing? Yeah. You know, and so, so two things on this one, this is why I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like Facebook 2014, because I can see like, Oh, Annette commented on this person's post and it shows up in my feed. I absolutely love that. And that's why it's so important that you do have an outbound engagement strategy. If if you think about it, let's just take a step back here. Let's hop in the time machine, head on back to 2009 Facebook. Um, okay. And when we were on Facebook, what were we doing? We were posting to other people's walls. We weren't really leaving comments and stuff and like posting content on our pages we were updating our statuses, but we were posting to other people's walls. And, and I actually love this feature of Facebook is the, the memories feature because like I'll have a memory and then it'll say like, hey, Katie, I'm uh, going to be getting coffee with my dad in Littleton. Are you around town today? Like that's what someone said on my wall. And <laughs> I'm like, that's what we were doing. We were being conversational. We were being, dare I say, social. Um, <laughs> and so that's where... If with all of this content and consuming that social media has turned into, don't discount how important it is to be social on these platforms. This is why you you can get by with just posting three times a week. If you show up and engage daily, I'm not saying to engage for three hours a day on, on social media. You can do it for 15 minutes while you're laying in bed at night and just scroll through the feed when you find those hashtags or these, those content, that content that applies to your ideal client and customer that you can show up and give value in it, that works just as much as, you know, spending two hours creating a reel or a, a video. So show up and be social on these platforms and it doesn't need to be an all day thing. I do think that you should do it once a day. Um, mm-hmm. and it can have just as much of an impact as you actually creating a post and creating content. Yeah, I, I love that. It all really comes back to the idea of thinking of people, you know, we're talking about LinkedIn right now, but as as humans, like you're on there engaging with other humans. You're not just, you know, trying to get connections or, or things like that. So so that's um that that's important to to remember that. Having time to do all this stuff is a struggle for, you know, I'm an, I'm a solopreneur, entrepreneur, solopreneurs, like you were saying, you know, you have all these things going on, you're trying to run your business. So for somebody like that, can you give us a few things that people should look for if they are, you know, thinking of, of, of hiring on someone to help them? I think that, you know, outsourcing your, your social media is smart um, because as we've been talking about here, yeah, can you do it? Absolutely. But if you want to do it all the right way, um, it's really good to have either an admin, an assistant, or um, a, a social media agency uh, to do it for you. Just so that way you like, yeah, 
okay, now I'm showing up all the ways that I need to. And it's not overwhelming. And you don't just end up with a random picture of your dog in the feed. <laughs> you know, so I do think that having the a strategy around your social media is essential. Um, but because it's, it's huge. I mean, like if you don't have a social media account, do you, does your business exist? Um, but with that, if you are looking to ha- outsource your social media, or if you're looking, if you want to have your, if your assistant says, Hey, I can do it. Um, one of the common things I hear a lot of people say is like, Oh, well, I'm just going to have my niece do it because she has like 3000 TikTok followers. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that's different. Um, because posting as a business is, should be different. And yes, anyone can post to social media, but you have to have that full strategy around it, making sure that the right hand is talking to the left hand so that, okay, well, this is what we're going to be promoting for this month. And this is how we're going to incorporate it into the newsletter and the blogs and all the things and let's repurpose it. So you want to make sure that somebody that's coming in does understand that full digital online, digital marketing life cycle. Um, so make sure you have someone in that, that knows how to do that. And, you know, with it, incorporating a, a calendar, uh, a, a scheduler that you can look at if you want to, so that you can make sure that, yeah, this is everything that I want to be said under me. Um, and I would absolutely, you know, talk, make sure that you have a hashtag strategy. I know that we've keep, I keep talking about hashtags. They are not dead. Um, if you have a hundred thousand followers, then you probably don't need to have an elaborate hashtag strategy, but I mean, with anybody that has less than that, isn't any additional reach good reach? So have somewhat of a hashtag strategy in place. You don't want to just have somebody that has a bunch of templates that they could drag and drop and reuse. <laughs> I see this a lot with real estate agents. Um, yeah. They, you know, end up outsourcing their their social media, and it just ends up with like cleaning tip of the day. And that exact same post goes out to like maybe five hundred different real estate agents feeds. You know, so you want to make sure that they actually, the person that's handling your social media knows you and your product and can help you stand out from the crowd. With me and all of my clients, when we onboard, we have an hour interview where I sit down, I record it, I interview them, talk to them about their business, why they started it. And I listen to the inflectuations of their, their voice, the certain things that they say, the passion behind certain topics that we talk about so that I can make sure that I relay that into their posts. For example, um, I have a client, she is a, a home organizer and she says, right, uh, all the time. And so in her captions, we incorporate right into the caption, you know, where she's talking to people and people that way, when they see her in the Instagram stories or whatever, and she's saying this, right, well, that's definitely her. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you have somebody that can really get down the tone and the feel that your business wants. Wow. Wasn't that incredible? It's always such a pleasure to have someone so smart and generous with their knowledge on my show. Thanks again for joining me for this episode. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into the Content Marketing Show with me, Annette Richmond. If today's insights have inspired and resonated with you, please share this episode. And if you haven't already, hit the follow button to keep learning and growing with us.
Hey, before you go, are you struggling to create original content because you don't know what to say? Download a copy of 25 Content Ideas to kickstart your social media posts for people who don't know what to say. Use the link in the show notes or visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com. That's contentmarketingschoolonline.com.